welcome to Dental Appointment, a podcast by two dental students aiming to give you an insight into the world of dentistry. We will be discussing all things dental related, from dental applications to life as a dental student. We will also provide you with an insight into our own experiences, as well as talking to other members of the profession about a range of different topics to get their views and learn about the different opportunities after dental school. My name is Ryan. And I'm Becky. And this is Dental Appointment. Welcome back. This is our first episode to introduce uni life at different universities. We are joined by Sophia, a BDS4 student from the Barts and the London, to discuss life as a dental student and her experiences as a student overall. Thanks for joining us today, Sophia. Hello. Thanks for having me. Hi, Sophia. So if you could tell us just a little bit about yourself, first of all. Yeah, sure. So um, I'm currently at Barts in the London, which is part of Queen Mary's University in London, which is in Whitechapel. And I'm in my fourth year at the moment. And I'm sure like every other dental student, I love doing things with my hands. So I love baking, um, been making lots of meals and desserts during lockdown, which has been really fun. <laughs> um, making lots of vegan things for my meat eating family, <laughs> trying to get them into it. Yeah, love yoga, love reading, lots of things like that. And did you come straight from school to uni? Yeah, I came straight from school, yeah. And um, what made you choose Barts in the London? Was there something that sort of stood out to you? So it's quite unique. I initially didn't realise this when I was researching about all the different universities that offer dentistry. But firstly, there's only two actually that offer it in London and you get four choices. So I was thinking initially to put the two down in London, but then I also put Bristol and Birmingham. And initially, I was thinking I'd quite like to stay close to home, um, close to my family, all my friends are here. And I've always lived in London. I loved it. Having visited a couple of the other ones, I absolutely fell in love with how green Bristol was and how everyone cycles everywhere. And I had a really nice sort of sense of community. And Birmingham also had a really new hospital and all the staff there were lovely too. So I realised as the process went on, it became quite difficult to sort of think, okay, like realistically, I could see myself at any of these. I would have loved any of the universities that I put down but Bart specifically is situated in Whitechapel in East London and that's got a very specific sort of niche Bangladeshi community there that have cultural habits that mean they chew things like pan which causes oral cancer so it just means that studying there you have a really good background and experience of seeing certain conditions that perhaps aren't as common in general dental practice and that's obviously a huge benefit And I also loved King's, um, which is the other London university that offers dentistry. But my final choice basically came down to the interview experience. And Bart's was the only one that offered a panel interview, which I absolutely loved because it just meant you could actually speak to the interviewer and build a rapport as opposed Mm -hmm. to just the five minute MMI stations. It just felt very sort of robotic and kind of like you have to move on. You understand the relevance of that. You need to test all the skills in that short period of time. So it's good for that. But personally, preferred the panel interview. That's so interesting to hear, actually. I didn't really know much about Barks in the London as a university. <laughs> yeah. No, me neither. <laughs> yeah, it's great. It's like 10 minute walk from Shoreditch as well, which is brilliant. <laughs> oh, that sounds amazing. So how did you find the application process? It was tricky. So there's obviously quite a few components and you end up building up your portfolio from quite a while beforehand. So obviously doing things like volunteering and showing off skills of manual dexterity as well. Like I play the pianos and dancing and other sort of hobbies just to show that you're a well-rounded um, individual. 
So the whole application, the personal statement was obviously quite a big thing to get right because obviously that would mean that you actually get any interviews offered to you. So it was tricky, but I actually found the hardest part for me was doing UK CAP, that exam, and obviously A-levels are really tough too. But it was a very rewarding process. And though it's a stressful time, I do look back at it and think, oh, if I could go back and do it again, I actually would. <laughs> um, yeah. Like, was... Yeah, I agree with you that UCAT is very oh, challenging. Such a tough exam, yeah. Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> so glad to have it out of the way, to be honest. Oh, 100%. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so when you applied and things, like, what did you expect from dental school? I was completely deluded, to be completely honest. I honestly thought it was going to be a five-year course of just looking at teeth all day, every day. Obviously, working from plastic, I've seen the plastic teeth, so I thought we'd start on plastic teeth and then go on to human teeth. So I was quite astounded in first year to be faced with like loads of modules from pharmacology to biochemical sciences, physiology, and just nothing dentally related whatsoever. <laughs> I'm thinking, this isn't what I signed up for. Yeah, as the years went on, you can obviously see the relevance and why you need a good foundation of knowledge before you even begin to think about teeth and how it all relates. So, yeah, it wasn't exactly how I expected. I would say from third year onwards, I personally found it more fun. Obviously, at the moment, we're restricted in what we can do with COVID. But previously to that, yeah, I really enjoyed the clinical side a lot more than the lectures, I'd say. So do you have sort of exposure to clinical experience before third year? No. Um, We have slightly at the end of second year, we have our first sort of like initial clinics just to get used to the whole surroundings. And we nurse for third and fourth years. But aside from that, it pretty much starts from third year onwards, yeah. Okay. And you said that you considered moving away from home. Mm-hmm. Did you end up moving away from home? No, so um, I actually live I, in South East London, which is quite close to the uni, so I can literally get a train and tube. So I've been commuting all the years so far from home, which has been quite nice. Obviously, I don't have to worry as much about getting out different loans for rent and bills and things like that and I've been quite fortunate actually because most of my friends lived out especially from first year so I kind of had the best of both worlds really I could stay at home get all my washing and cleaning done for me but then also stay over after nights out and things. A lot of people probably will consider staying at home or moving out as well um was there anything that you think you maybe missed out on from staying at home? Yeah, 100%. I think sort of the last minute plans that people at campus sort of think about doing, then obviously it would take too long. So it takes me an hour, 20 minutes to get in. So if people sort of just chilling out at a nearby park or going to like a local, like I said, Shoreditch is so close, going to a local restaurant or cafe or something, just meant I couldn't always join. But yeah, obviously there's perks for both really, I guess just weighing up and maybe living out first year I think that's what a lot of people seem to do and then from there onwards staying at home because I know rent prices in London are crazy high (laughs) Um, yeah but yeah obviously it's nice to be around family as well but depends on work situation lots of different factors really yeah I think that is good advice especially trying it in first year and seeing how you get on get that university experience absolutely and then maybe go home if it's feasible for you Mm. With you staying at home, like you said, the finance side maybe wasn't such a burden to you per se, but how did you sort of find managing finances with getting older and things like that? It was a completely new world. And I say this all the time just to other friends and colleagues that 
you literally barely get any experience during school like no one mm. really teaches you how to manage finances or sort of what a mortgage is what bills are how you pay them <laughs> and then at the moment obviously like the hospitality sector and retail and things a lot of people have lost jobs or perhaps been furloughed I was speaking to one of my dental hygiene friends the other day and she was saying how she because she lives in Northern Ireland and she was saying currently how she's living out of overdraft which is just really really tough um but yeah I do think that's one massive advantage of staying at home you don't really have to worry about that as much but then the same way I think it's kind of necessary for you to grow up and have that responsibility to grow and it's just part of getting older and realizing worldly things that you otherwise wouldn't have yeah absolutely and I suppose you're getting that from like the travel and things that you are doing like going into university as well mm-hmm. yeah what are the clinical facilities like at Barts at London and what is like the learning style? So our um, university is relatively new which is great so it's quite well um, ventilated it's got new dental chairs lots of really fancy drills and different equipment like that and they've got different labs so they've got um, a prosthodontic lab which is where we make our dentures um, do wax ups on study casts and then we've got uh, the same lab which we use for endo endodontic so like root canal treatments and then practicing fillings and then our first second and I think third floor are dedicated to actual dental clinics where we can see patients and then we have a radiographic suite to take the x-rays and in terms of the learning style it's pretty much centered around problem-based learning so they'll give you a scenario and then you work through it and try and learn as much as you can that way before the materials actually talk to you so that you already sort of have a basic understanding so it's not completely foreign. That's worked quite well for the majority of us and my colleagues that I've spoken to. It's very interactive so it means you get to work with the older years quite a bit and also get to speak to all the tutors so yeah it's a great way to build a good inclusive family type thing within the university. And is the learning style something that you sort of based your decision on initially? It wasn't something I paid too much attention to, but I did note down various differences between the ones I applied to. I sort of based it more off how I felt going to the campus, whether I could see myself there. I would say I I would have preferred a problem-based learning approach rather than individual kind of work yourself first. So I just think it's a bit more interactive and you get to meet more people and um, make it a bit more fun, really. Yeah, absolutely. I think myself and Ryan would agree with like going to the universities to get a feel for the place before you know choosing where to go so important yeah absolutely and how did you find managing your time at uni so you kind of study life balance I would say it's still very much a work in progress (laughs) I've definitely improved so from first year I kind of wanted to get up to every single society join in with every single social event I was quite interested in cheerleading society which I joined in first year I think that was probably one of the most time-consuming societies to join because it's three hours training a week and then there's competitions all over the UK. So there's quite a lot of travelling and then obviously a full-time dental course. And I was working part-time as well on both days and the weekend. So it's, it was quite tough trying to attend all the social events while commuting in as well. But yeah, I think I've definitely achieved a better work-life balance now. <laughs> um, just from sort of changing up so I do still want to do sports societies I was part of lacrosse last year um this year obviously none of the sports are going ahead for covid reasons but yeah I think it's just sort of 
trying out what works for you but yeah it's definitely hard to find a study life balance in terms of making sure you're still going out and enjoying yourself and your life isn't completely focused around dentistry which is important just to relieve stress and things like that as well yeah absolutely and you Mm -hmm. said that you managed a part-time job as well as uni there Mm -hmm. what was it that your job was so in first year I was working in retail it was a suit shop in Bromley which is like a little town near me Mm-hmm. And then I actually changed a couple of years ago to a tutoring job. So I managed to find one that was just on Saturday rather than Saturday and Sunday. So at least I had a little bit more time of the weekend to catch up mm-hmm. on work and see friends and family. And yeah, that just seems to have worked out. I think that's helped massively actually in terms of work-life balance, just in terms of having less hours so I can really focus a bit more on uh, my own life as well. As yeah, money. absolutely. Yeah. And did you find that a good escape from dentistry? You said that it's nice to get away mm. from thinking solely about dentistry. Yeah, 100%. I actually think there's a lot of transferable skills as well. So the tuition that I do is with GCSE students, and uh, we haven't had too much peds exposure at the moment with child patients. But, yeah, just in terms of, like, managing them and talking to them, there's certain skills that are just invaluable. And I've picked up a lot just from extra things completely unrelated to dentistry. It's a good refresher of science as well from years ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> keeps it refreshed in your mind, which is good. Yeah, exactly. And more importantly for students, what's the social and nightlife like in London? I'm sure you probably hear a lot of varied opinions depending on who you ask. I personally, I do love to go out, but I'm not a massive like every single weekend sort of going out sort of person. I like to have it as a special, like a birthday or a special night or something just to enjoy it so it doesn't become sort of like a routine just normality sort of thing but yeah Shoreditch is really close which has some great club nights um especially from first year there seemed to be loads and loads of events organized by social secretaries in Barts and um, so they were quite on it in organizing loads of fun different things also being part of Queen Mary's they have lots of nights out so even though we're just the medicine and dentistry side we can actually join with them to go to their sort of uni nights and they have a lot more because obviously they're a bigger university campus which is great. I love the BDSA sports days well things like that um but yeah I did try to go to sort of every single bar night every single conference every single dental board in first year and it was a little bit too much I would say but yeah the social life is good it's good that Queen Mary sort of lets you integrate with their sort of socials as well. That's quite nice. So you've got like a diverse group of friends and things. Yeah, 100%. Even joining societies with people um, on campus there just means you get to meet students on geography courses and English and just completely different courses. So you're not always talking about teeth outside of uni. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think that is part of the reward of going to uni is that you can meet so many different people from so many different backgrounds doing all different things that you would not normally meet it's amazing yeah it's actually quite funny to see how many people are from outside London that come to study in London I would have thought before joining it would be pretty much everyone was from within the area but it's not the case at all which is really nice oh interesting so where like where are they from literally from all over like there's people that have come from Wales and from Northern Ireland from Leeds, different places like Manchester. We've obviously got some international students as well, just European students. But yeah, lots of different accents at our university. <laughs> That's nice. You might be able to get some holidays down the line. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so you're talking about like societies and things at university and 
all that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So is there anything that you would recommend to do in like East London or London, like for people that are visiting? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'd say a visit to Shoreditch is definitely a must. It's just such an unusual area. Um, Whitechapel is got some nice fruit markets, um, plenty of yoga studios. It's quite a sort of trendy, sort of hippie area. Um, it's great for plant-based food as well, if anyone's interested in trying that. Yeah, they have some really niche markets and things, um, even from sort of secondhand clothes shops, which is obviously much more sustainable and better for the environment. And within the university, there's yoga society, um, green society that are more environmentally friendly and lots of great societies within the university as well to get involved in. Nice. We'll have to take a trip, Ryan. Yeah, exactly. What has been your favourite thing about going to uni and studying dentistry? I think it's just the personal development journey. This probably sounds very corny, but I don't think you realise how much it truly makes you grow. I suppose it helps meeting different people and different lecturers from all different fields and seeing how much, because dentistry, I suppose, is within itself already a specialty of medicine, but there's just so many things even within dentistry. It really opens your mind up to everything. My favourite thing about joining university is probably the people I've met. Yeah, I just think, imagine if I'd gone to a different university, we'd never have met these people, and that would have completely changed the whole experience. So, yeah, would have been meeting new people, getting involved in lots of different things, becoming more of a yes person. <laughs> Get involved with everything. Yeah, pretty much. We have learnt a lot about the University of Barts in the London, and London is a city itself. And we hope that you've enjoyed hearing about this too. And thanks, Sophia, for joining us. Thank you for having me. I'd like to see you both down in Whitechapel pretty soon. <laughs> oh, we'll be down. We'll come and visit. We are really enjoying making these episodes and we hope you have found them interesting and learned a little more about dentistry. And you can follow us on Instagram at dental underscore appointment to keep up to date with us. But until our next episode. Bye. Bye.